This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. That is what we call it, the Danny Mac Podcast. I'm the Mackiest part of it. I'm Dan McNeil. Hope you had a good weekend. Mine was terrific. I'll get to the highlights of it in just a little bit. They are tournament basketball related, but not necessarily what your weekend tournament basketball meant to you. And what we have this coming weekend in Houston is going to be very, very exciting. For the first time since 2011, there are no number one seeds. We've got a nine seed in Florida Atlantic. I can't wait to get to all of that. And and the tournament winner or loser, that means the most to me uh, in a different way. Part of my Saturday I'll get to in just a little bit. I thought this was going to be one of those non-football podcast again, and I think it would be the third straight. Early last week, I caught up with former Houston head coach, Houston um, Cougars head coach Ray McCallum to talk about a college basketball coach's journey as Houston was expected to win um, and get to the Final Four and play at home. That didn't happen. They got punched out, but that was a fun show. It was basketball almost exclusively. And then Friday, Thursday, I, I, I jumped into the Wayback Machine and talked about ESPN Radio uh, one day before the 25th anniversary. That admittedly was very selfish, but a lot of people were interested, so I thought I would serve those who were salooners, those who pulled up a chair on the old Mac Yurko and Harry show uh, for that. It was an amazing event. So I'm thinking, okay, this is tournament basketball. I saw a film about tournament basketball. I want to talk about that. What in the world possibly could could pique my interest regarding my beloved Shield, the National Football League? And I, I found out today there is nothing that is going to get in the way of the tournament because the the chirp, 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 chirp is is coming out of the mouth of every NFL head coach right now. It's so bad. It is such spin control. It is ridiculous. There are off-season events in the NFL that are worth the yak-yak. Free agent signings, number one draft picks, um, draft day information. That stuff is valuable. But when you get coaches to widen the focus at this point in the calendar, you're asking for a lot of word salad, and that's what's happening uh, out of the mouth of Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes is all systems go. The headlines around the country are amusing today. In New York, Robert Sala is using the Empire State Building like a mountaintop to let the world know, look how far we've come. Aaron Rodgers wanted to be here. 
Everything is seashells and balloons in Miami. (laughs) Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel is reporting a hunger in the eye of Tua he has never seen before. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's a 500 milligram dose of willful delusional. That's what it is. I like that. I made that up. It would be really hard to put that on a prescription label, wouldn't it? Willful delusional. I think it'd be a fun name for a for a product. And coaches are taking it. Sean Payton is taking it in Denver. Tell 31 NFL teams, if you keep your paws off my wide receivers, Jerry Judy. Oh, and Courtney Sutlin. Yep, you can't touch them. They're all ours. In Tampa, Todd Bowles is is talking about how his Buccaneers can be great without the aura of Tom Brady. Keep pumping that Kool-Aid in your system, fellas, and move over for just a few minutes because the college basketball tournament this week deserves our attention. First up Saturday, San Diego State is a two-point favorite against the nine-seed Florida Atlantic. San Diego State, one of two five-seeds. They muscled out a 57-56 victory over Creighton to get there. The total in the game is 131-and-a-half at Bet Rivers, and I had to refresh my Bet Rivers app. It's been a while since uh, somebody took a confetti shower, that somebody being the Chiefs uh, on the Super Bowl. So uh, it was nice to get back in there because I've, I've got things to do this week. I have investments to make. Will it be UConn, which is the only one of this year's Final Four teams ever to get there before? They're an underdog. They're getting five and a half against Miami. Miami, like San Diego State, is a five seed. The Hurricanes beat Texas, the number two, 88 to 81, to get to this coming Saturday night's finale in the first round of the final floor. A final four. I'm going to take the dog in that one. I'm going to take UConn. I'm going to take what those who watch this stuff. Tell me about it. I am a dumb man, but I'm not stupid. Uh, a variation of Ordell Roby's quote. I think I rolled that out last week. I didn't want to double up on it on back-to-back potties here. We can't do that. We got to be original or at least not steal something and do the same ripoff the following week. I listen to those who, who know this stuff. Clark Kellogg told me at Rivers Casino, and I shared this with you, This is a tournament unlike, he noted that you've heard it before, but coaching in this tournament was going to be critical because the field was so balanced. He projected there would be early exits from ones and twos, and not just Purdue, which has a longstanding of tradition of not getting to a Final Four. Hasn't been there since Joe Barry Carroll in 1980. Kellogg said it emphatically. That's why I wanted to share it with you. I don't know this stuff. I don't watch college basketball. I looked at it over the weekend. I'm doing a little bit of scouting today. I just want to relate to you who listen to the podcast or my terrestrial show what people who really know this stuff are saying. And even those who know are not insured of being correct. It's sports. That's why they play the game. You've heard that before. It's true. 
all three but UConn making their first final four appearances. And that is what this NCAA tournament has done historically to make it so special. It's three straight weeks of anything goes. It's long shots, knocking off high seeds. It's buzzer beaters. It's alma mater, school spirit, Vegas for spring break. This is a great annual event, and I don't even watch it to enjoy it. I like reading about the stories of these small schools, and I'm going to take it upon myself before Thursday's show, Thursday's podcast, to learn a little bit more about some of these universities. I don't know dick about Florida Atlantic. I couldn't tell you anything about Florida Atlantic other than they're a nine seed in this weekend's Final Four in Houston. I learned things about Tulane a week and a half ago when we had Ray McCallum on, the former Houston coach, who now is an assistant at Tulane, because I didn't know anything about Tulane. So I wanted to do a little digging. I want to find out what the hell is Tulane other than Bears running back Matt Forte's alma mater. I didn't know. And I learned thing about things about Tulane's role in the South with medical developments and how the country, that part of the country, the whole Delta was agriculturally depressed after the Civil War and how it served in such an important role in, in, in medical assistance, in, in, in urgent care, in surgeries. It was one of the leading medical universities in the country at that time, and it was in little old New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, that and Matt Forte was all I knew about Tulane. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do some digging. What has Florida Atlantic given the world, other than a team to root for or root against this weekend? Again, San Diego State is a two point favorite over Florida Atlantic. That's the first game. Miami of Florida, five and a half over UConn. Man, it would be cool if. Miami of Ohio got there. I, I watched some really good players at the you know, at Miami of Ohio, which is in Oxford, Ohio, when I was at Ball State, the best of whom was Ron Harper, drafted by the Cavaliers, and later played for the Bulls. Most Bulls fans remember Ron Harper. If you are a last dancer uh, and remember that second three-peat, you know who Ron Harper is. This is a, a perfect segue into the tournament champions or the film champions I want to talk about my favorite tourney team this year, no matter what happens the rest of the way with the NCAAs. When Ron Harper was at Miami, he had a terrible speech impediment. His coach, Jerry Pearson, I watched this in Toledo, Ohio at the mid American conference tournament. And uh, it was just, it was really heartening. He, he he was struggling to speak. He had a speech disability. It's it's neurological. It's not it's not stupid and it's unfortunate. It took forever for people to realize the difference between between somebody who didn't work hard and somebody who had a, a damn misfire misfiring circuits. It it was bad. So Jerry Pearson practically had to take to holding the hand of Ron Harper at his news conferences because Ron was terrified. By public speaking, he was a stutterer and he was he was behind in language skills because of it. He was terrified by the time his NBA career concluded. You wouldn't have known the Ron Harper I saw in Toledo 
in February of 1984. You wouldn't have because he worked at it because there are people who go the extra mile for those who aren't as fortunate as typical people. And that's what my favorite tournament team, the friends team coached by the great Woody Harrelson was in the movie champions. April is autism awareness month. I I want to encourage you if, if if you have been affected in any way, niece, nephew, son, daughter, obviously, you've seen a lot of this. But if someone you know has been affected by learning disabilities, Down syndrome, physical disabilities, autism, this is a film they have to see. It's a film you have to see if you know someone who is often haunted by the challenges of these disorders and you want to understand it better. Champions is not all-encompassing, but it's not a perfect world. And that's what makes Champions so special is because perfection is not the goal of Woody Harrelson's team. The film is set in Des Moines, Iowa. Harrelson was ordered community service. His character, excuse me, I dropped some notes. Pardon me one second as we brush up the studio. Harrelson is asked to serve 90 days of community service for an alcohol uh related driving offense he was uh, he was at the time coaching a lower level pro basketball team a c league team or something like that so he loses his team in des moines to do the 90 days as as a volunteer coach for the friends basketball team and he had no no background coach marcus uh working with with young adults with learning disabilities in various deficiencies, imperfections, if you will. He uh, he quickly falls in love with one of his play not falls in love, I think falls in lust would be a better way of saying it, with one of the player's older sisters, played by Caitlin Olson. You probably know her from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's had a, a, a pretty successful run as a recurrent star on many television programs dating to the Drew Carey show in 1985. I, she, she's terrific in this role. She is protective. She is unshakably devoted to her little brother, Johnny. Johnny is played um, by a North Carolina born and raised actor, Kevin Iannucci, who has Down syndrome. So Johnny is playing himself in this film. Johnny's fears include water and abandonment. The fear of water results in something that is relatively common with autistic kids, and that is a lack of willingness to bathe or shower. Johnny's teammates don't care as long as Johnny is happy. You see where Champions is going here? It's more than cutting down nets. It's it's people rallying together and it's inclusion, it's acceptance, it is beautiful. And in a radical departure from his early years as the co-star of Cheech and Chong's stoner comedies, Cheech Marin plays the endearing role of Julio, who runs the broken down but functional community center where the friends team has its practices in champions, which is directed by Bobby Farrelly. 
you will learn about Darius, who learns to forgive. He was the best player on the Friends basketball team, but never the player he was going to be before tragedy struck him. He was be, he was being recruited by every D1 school in the country, uh, a very a, a tremendous college prospect, until he was injured and suffered ter- terrible neurological damage from an accident caused by a drunk driver. He's bitter and he wants nothing to do with Coach Marcus because of why Coach Marcus is there. Some things woke Woody Harrelson's character up to the facts of life, and he knew he'd lost the trust of this young man and probably was never going to earn it, but he didn't stop trying. And as the story develops... And I, I don't want to, you know, let me pause for a second about spoiler alerts, because in my excitement to go on social media Saturday, I made some people mad because I, I gave away an ending. I was too excited to, 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 to filter my comments and did give away the ending. I won't hear, but I wasn't writing a damn critique for the Tribune. I was, I was excited for many parents with whom I am friends on Facebook and have shared Twitter followers. I was excited for them and wanted to share one of the key points of the film that drives it all home. So it makes sense and lends us perspective. And I blew it. Uh, A lot of people blitz right through that. A lot of people said, yeah, no, uh, no autistic child uh, ever watched a movie. He knew the ending to, a hundred times that never happened, Uh, but still, I'm not going to give it away here, but I do want to tell you about a few of the key points because these are germane for people who may not see the movie. What, what makes it really cool is while Woody Harrelson's coach Marcus character is falling in love with these young men and women and recognizing a different opportunity in his life he'd never considered. He was being wooed by a fictional Seattle NBA team. Sonic's no longer there, sadly. The Emerald City is a great stop on the tour, an underrated city in America, Seattle. Seattle had a PR scandal, they or a scandal. They they were covering up some some stuff and needed some goodwill. So it was suggested by somebody that they offer Marcus an opportunity to be a low level assistant coach. He would have been a coffee boy, but this fictional Seattle franchise needed a PR lift. So they were going to use the coach of this special Olympics basketball team in Des Moines, Iowa. He was going to be the face guy for their PR Renaissance. And naturally, at, at at first blush, Harrelson wants to take the job. Why wouldn't he? It's a chance to coach in the NBA. He was a C-League coach in freaking Des Moines. Of course you're going to take that job. He accepts the job. Does he get to Seattle? You'll have to see the movie. Before he ever would have gotten to Seattle, the Friends basketball team finds a way to put itself in position to compete in the North American championships in Winnipeg. And they're considerable underdogs in the big game. Do they win? Well, 
define winning. Winning for San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, UConn, and Miami this weekend means something different than it does to friends. Sometimes, sometimes, guys can win by just nicking the rim. Go see champions. Please tell your friends who are affected by Down syndrome or autism, whatever the case may be, to see this beautiful picture. It will be hard for any basketball team this weekend or any other in my lifetime to capture my heart the way the Friends basketball team did. And some of the creative ways Harrelson's character, Coach Marcus, got these kids to overcome some fears is just so beautiful. The a criticism I have for it is, and, and I understand they didn't want to make it too dark. I could have used without the romance between Harrelson and Caitlin Olson. I didn't need that. Even though it was very slow developing, it did offer some of the intricacies of later in life romance. Wrong stage for it, in my opinion. But worse than that, I thought they didn't, they did, the film did not capture low functioning young adults or late teens really at all. I I mean, there was a perception created by Rain Man in the late 80s that. All autistics have amazing savant powers. They can retain information. That's not true. Dustin Hoffman's character did not represent a very high population of the autistic world. A very small part of it, actually. Yes, it's true. There are things like memorization that seem to be more easy to compartmentalize and regurgitate for autistics. Piano playing, uh, singing marching things that are repetitive that 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 their cognitive skill there i'm painting with a broad brush too but the cognitive skills for those typical in the range are 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 sound um and uh and i i could have used somebody who you know somebody who had a little bit more difficult of a struggle, but I, I I don't think they wanted to turn people off of it, which is why I couldn't have cared less if I spoiled an ending. I mean, we're not talking about a whodunit. We're not talking about uh, a suspense thriller of epic proportion or uh, one of these DC Marvel comics the world seems to crave so much. We're talking about a special needs film, and it's tough for me to be critical of it in any way because I left the theater Thursday afternoon, or I'm sorry, Saturday afternoon, feeling so warm and fuzzy. And Patrick, my son, who is 29 and autistic and sings the national anthem every year at Gary Railcats games and participates in special needs bowling, saw some of his contemporaries. He saw people who who behaved like those he knows at his clinic, like those he bowls with. And he was engaged. And it's not easy to get him to engage in the theater. It's a little bit louder than he would prefer. He he tends to favor animated films still. And I'm good with that because I love music. And did you know it's a different part of the brain that controls singing versus speech? 
Uh, it's why it's easier for many autistic young children to speak through song first. And that's, that's him to this day. And uh, he, he loved it and didn't even need Skittles to get through the day. And if he did want Skittles, they would have to be uh, in multiples of two because he's Patrick two times, like Jimmy two times, get the papers, get the papers in Goodfellas. He has to do everything in pairs. Uh, two two Diet Pepsis with his popcorn, please. <laughs> two Skittles or four Skittles, never three or five Skittles. Get it right, Dad. You know he's an even-numbered guy. So, uh, again, that that's all I got. That's uh, encouraging you to go see Champions or tell people about it. It is not going to be in theaters very long. Um, I think it came out four weeks ago, and there was only one show at both of the theaters near my house uh, in Northwest Indiana where I go, and they, they're pretty big theaters. One of them has 16 screens. One of them has 12. They were down to one show daily over the weekend, so it won't be out very long, and then it takes a little while for it to get itself made available digitally or you know, certainly by a DVD, if they even make those anymore. But for for with Autism Awareness Month right around the corner, I, I wanted to I didn't want to wait until next month. I wanted you to seize the opportunity for those of you who are affected by this. I thank Sam McMichael, Mr. KC Wolf of Northwest Indiana. He is my producer and Adam Delavitt, baby Capone, missed by many, loved by all. Uh, at the uh, ESPN reunion and 25th anniversary party this past Friday at House of Blues. Have a great week. I'm going to do my very best to do the same. I'm Dan McNeil. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Danny Mac podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.